get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 103. Yep, yep. So last week, we, uh, episode 102 uh, was 2520. And as we explained last week, if you haven't listened by chance. No, don't explain it again. Oh, okay. If they want to know what the fuck 2520 yeah, yeah. mean, they can just, listen just to go that back episode. And listen to just go back yeah, and listen. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the fucking episode. It was, it was a good episode. Got many plays. We almost hit 200 plays. Uh, we got to 197 this uh last week, so yeah, it's a pretty good episode. Definitely want to uh, want to explain much more than that. Just uh just check it out. Fun episode. Fun uh learn some new terms to use. And uh, <laughs> did you so did you explain to anybody the 2520? Uh, nope, nope. Yeah, well, I haven't talked about it all. I think I mentioned it to the two girls who I had talked to uh on Twitter. Who said it was common? Yeah, it was like common. I was like, nah. Are they from here? No. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were like down like Texas and New Orleans. And they <laughs> just said like it was just so like natural and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh. I still love the Photoshop color thing. The uh <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's awesome. Yeah. So if you haven't uh checked out last week, uh definitely do. Yeah, do that shit. So um, I was popping, man. We we're, we're kind of bereft of topics. I got a couple things that I was like, you know, to talk about. I but had something last like week off that, the collar, off the cuff type shit. So yeah, I mean that's fine. And I had I, something we can talk about last week, and I can't remember now. I need to take better notes. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I, it it may come to me um throughout this episode. So, but the the most recent thing that happened, like today or whatever um so uh leslie jones was hacked <laughs> and I, was about to, I was gonna have a shitty ass segue like yeah so you see them fire ass leslie jones news <laughs> so i so uh, i got on i had been really on twitter most of the day and so i had clicked on and that was one of the first things i saw and so apparently her website was hacked and no, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they hacked their website by posting all the shit on their website, but yeah. she was just hacked, you know, in general. And allegedly, they had posted, you know, news. They posted her credit cards, passport information, and yeah. all other shit. And I just like, so I'm not a huge fan of hers. I'm just, you know, I'm no, happy. I can't stand her. I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a big fan of hers, but I just see like that's just shitty as hell to just oh, yeah. like I, even even as not standard, that's still incredibly fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, it's like what the fuck does she really do to people to like, you know, get to the point where people want to do like shady shit like that. Especially because you know it's some racially based shit. Yeah. She got caught up on Twitter and uh like just getting attacked over the whole Ghostbusters movie and shit and just being I don't know, man, just being hurt by Twitter attacks. And she was just kind of like, hey, can y'all quit attacking me? And then right, mother right. was like, fuck you, we're going to do worse. Like, man, she really got she really got the raw end of the stick, man. She got fucked up. 
Yeah, and it's and like I, I don't like her, but man, fuck. Yeah, the same thing. It's like I don't really care for her. You know, you know. I think it's cool. You know, anytime anybody's just successful, I think that's a cool thing, especially black folks. Um, but it's like she's still trash though. Yeah, I just don't. I don't <laughs> care for her. But at the same time, I'm like man, that's just fucked up. Like yeah. just leave her alone. Like why? Why go through these great lengths and shit? Just you know, just to fuck her over her. You know, although I although I did search. And I didn't find anything. I had what I couldn't imagine. What only thing you were doing is embarrassing her by posting her news. Like, and I think, and truth be told, mm. I think that a lot of the there's been a huge outpouring of sympathy for her, and I think that the outpouring is probably a, if I could put a percentage on it, it's probably like twenty percent of people who feel bad that somebody got hacked to put their news out. And eighty percent of the fact that people know that she's not attractive and that she's gonna get like roasted and like they feel bad because of of what she looks like and they're just like uh nobody all the nobody wants to see that shit jokes because if it was like I don't know Halle Berry or some shit there wouldn't be an outpouring of like oh my god that's so sad it'd be like hey uh can I get a link to them Halle Berry nudes even though we already we already seen it but still it. it the point being is like it's almost like you feel bad because you know it's a whole bunch of people that's gonna be like oh, I don't I don't really want to see that shit ugh whereas if it was somebody who people would want to see it wouldn't be so much sympathy for it it'd be kind of be like hey let, let me get that link because I want to see that shit right it was like you know random as uh uh shit what's the chick uh from she she was the one of the main characters you didn't see it but in uh Bad Moms is it um i didn't see Mina, it I, uh Kuntes. oh mila kunis yeah yeah me, yeah so it was like what somebody about, she got news out no 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, at least not to my knowledge i, I was um, like i'll pretend i feel sorry for her but then i'm gonna google it but uh <laughs> right so yeah so that shit happened to her i can see people going straight to like i want to see the pics you know what i'm saying i'm about to fuck yeah um i, I probably would have searched too. i definitely would um but i'd create a folder in my photo albums <laughs> <laughs> Mila Kunis picks for future faps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can see you know someone on that on that level of you know attractiveness or whatever you want to call it. But for her, I was like, why? Why? I think it's just to embarrass her. Like I just don't 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 see it, man. But yeah, I just think it's fucked up, man. I just I don't think nobody should have to go through no bullshit. I mean, granted, and we both can agree can agree i'm not not fans you know of her and you know per se but nah that's just some whole shit dog straight yeah. posting her passport and id and, and posting it on her on her webpage i think it's like I, I, there's varying degrees of fucked up in this but like posting it on her webpage is extra fucked up it's one thing to leak leak it and throw it on twitter but to post it on her webpage like now you got random people like because it's kind of like if you on twitter it's like you almost kind of got to like i don't want to say search for it but like it kind of depends on your feed and whether or not you actually want to seek it out but like you could have any old body that goes to her website and, and sees that shit like what the fuck why is leslie jones pussy and passport next to each other on the same page like well i would definitely say that it was definitely not in general searching online yeah, uh, because I was just curious, like what kind of fucking news, and there was nothing actually came up for that shit. I um, found them. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, and I immediately regretted it. <laughs> like it's something. It's something like about celebrities that is kind of like celebrities are so 
like put on a pedestal like they're so above or uh, better than us almost so that when it's like when they when a celebrity's news come out even if i don't care i want to almost want to look at them just because it's like it, it it's almost like it, it it makes them normal again it's like so you a regular person now you you just like everybody else how, you got news so out. how deep did you had to go to actually find her shit um not that not that far like i don't even know where i would even start to even like I just typed into Twitter. Yeah, I typed I typed her name into Twitter. Well, maybe I didn't type her name in nudes. Oh, but I yeah, typed I her typed name Leslie Leslie Jones nudes. Oh. And I was like part of me was like I know I don't want to see this, but like I said at the same time I was kind of like nah, let's see just so I can know what it looked like. And then I saw it and I was like this was a bad decision. <laughs> and it was way more graphic than I thought it was going to be. Cause I thought I was like, eh, she's not really attractive, and I'm like, eh, I'm like, I figure like if she took news, it'd probably be like, let me pull like one side of my bra down and put a nipple out, type shit. It was way more graphic than I expected, and I was like, I, I'm not, too, I'm not old enough for this. I'm <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not built, I'm not built for this. My right like my my perv levels reach a yeah, certain like level. Yeah, I thought I thought I, w- I thought I could handle it. Nah, and I can't. like, no, yeah. I can't. Oh wow, yeah. it was like a picture of her getting fucked, and I was like, whoa, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I just did the well, search. I'm assuming it was her, but yeah. Well, one of them I just one did was the... like a, like a close up of her pussy, and I was like, whoa. Well, one like, of these why? Ser- one of these searches why? came up with Harambe. The actual like monk uh, gorilla. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because that's so wrong to laugh at. <laughs> like okay, because I uh, the one I just saw, it's just her like laying on her back with her tongue out. You just see her titties and shit. That's all I saw. But yeah, don't yeah don't just yeah don't, you don't want to do that. Oh man, I, I regretted it. I was like, uh, I always have that curiosity of just seeing a celebrity. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, nah, I you know what? My, my 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 a lot of times my my curiosity is not even of the celebrity. My curiosity is like curiosity is to see what limps I have to go through to find it. Like, <laughs> like, that. like yeah, how yeah. can I can I really find it? Like, you know. But then, but I'm I think so I'm, good at finding shit. That's what that kind of that that did kind of play into it too. Like I'm like, oh, this might be a little bit more challenging because like if I could just like because sometimes you can open it up. You can open up your Twitter app and scroll down your feed and you could see the news like immediately, depending on who it is. Like if it was like somebody like high profile who was like really pretty or something like that, the news pop up like quick as fuck. If, and then sometimes you might have to do some digging and shit like that. So like there was part of that that was kind of like, how hard do I have to work to find these? Like like trying to exercise your own skills. Like let me see how much of my own sleuthing skills do I got to put in to find these? But you say not that hard, and then it's like, eh. I I like to see shit that I'm not supposed to see, if that makes sense. Because like I'm I'm the person who will watch like those ISIS videos, like where niggas get their hair cut off and see, shit. Like I, that. I will watch that, th- and it's it's part of it is I want to see some shit that I'm not supposed to see, some crazy off the wall shit. And the other part of it is I I want to see shit that is supposed that I, I wanted to make me feel mad because I always want to, I always want to remember and, and actually have a visceral feeling of 
shit where we we being black people or we being Americans are getting fucked over. So that way I can always keep a part of that anger inside me. And it sounds it sounds kind of dark, but like I feel like that's how we need to be because I don't want to be oblivious to what's going on. I don't want to live in this rainbow and sunshine world like, oh, I don't want to see all that shit because I want to live my happy existence. I don't want to do that because that's not the world we live in. We live in a world where cops kill black people for, for fun and we live in a world where ISIS wants to kill Americans for fun. And I don't want to ever forget that. And yes, you can watch not watch the videos and still know, but at the same time, I want that I want that emotional connection to it. Like to know that you know, this is how much they hate us. So I watch all those videos, dog. The videos where the police kill the black folks and where ISIS cut heads. I watch all that shit just so I can always see and know and be reminded of how much they hate us and never forget it and, and keep that emotional reaction in. I mean, that's, I, I know that's just me because I've gotten into debates online about the, I guess, importance or relevance of watching shit like that. But. Yeah, see, mine, it, yeah. I don't think mine is even that deep. Mine is more so just curiosity of just finding and seeing it. Like, when I was younger, I used to watch the fucking, like, Faces of Death videos and shit. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the 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 pool was for me to watch this shit, but it was just, like, <laughs> to see it happen. And then it'd be like, okay, okay, I saw it. I don't have to, like. But, you know, after so many videos, seeing somebody blow their head off, kind of like, that's fucked up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I. I at the same time, yeah, it's the same for me. I, I want to see the shit just because of like, oh, let me see that shit. And just, I don't know, just because. I don't know, I just feel like it makes shit more real, I guess, maybe. Well, yeah, it definitely makes it real. Because if you like, say, you know, if you read an article, it's like, hey, somebody shot themselves in the head or whatever. But if you see it, it's like, okay, wow, that's some real shit. Like, I don't know, it just makes it, I don't know, it makes it more real and more impactful to me. And then, like, that affects the way I... I look at certain things because like I feel like if you are a person who doesn't look at none of that shit and then you hear that people got shot in the head or that they shot themselves in the face or whatever the fuck it's it's just a a faceless nameless act like there's no no connection to that but if you see it you can know you you can see it and really feel what that one what that's like and two what that must be for somebody to do that to themselves like, I don't know. I guess for me, it, it makes it more real. And I, I always want to be feel like I'm connected to what's really going on, I guess. And to really have a a feeling of whenever any of these type of, type of things happen, what what it's really like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. Uh, like I say, I just it's one of those like, you know, people will say, yeah, I heard about such and such and someone saw it. I'll be like. He, he, like if you've been into a, like in a room of folks and people know somebody you know and they're like hey let me show you. and they showed it somebody they phone and I was how I'm thinking like I want to see that shit too like why yeah. I want to know like what the fuck is it so I think a part of it is just being fucking nosy but other parts just like I want to see the shit yeah, but yeah I don't know I just I just like I don't know I just feel like I I, I need to I need everything to feel more real to me. And I feel like I can't get that just reading about it. Like, if I could see it, it just makes it more real and I can really feel something from it. Because for me, I'm kind of a I'm a pretty emotionally detached person. So I need to see certain things to really feel a way about it. It's not enough for me to just read about it. It, it mean, it, it can be, but 
if I can see it, I can. It ha- it has a stronger grasp in reality, I guess. I can so, see that. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I mean, I I, I could definitely see that. I, I I definitely understand that. But yeah, so whatever the case, still fuck, just t- totally fucked up. Like people are just sick, dog. <laughs> yeah. As a weird segue into that, talking about uh, not wanting to see Leslie Jones new. Who would you? What celebrity do you want to see new that you ain't seen new before? Um, it's gotta be kind of hard at this point because shit, everybody, everybody got news out. <laughs> I've never seen any news from Sanaa Lathan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I so, feel like that's like never gonna happen. Yeah, like, and I hope it wouldn't happen just because somebody just breached her shit and she just, but she just wanted to post her shit. But yeah, I just I've never seen uh seen her so. I think she would probably, and she's always been like my celebrity crush yeah. for you know however long. One. So yeah, hmm. I would definitely uh, definitely see us annihilate. What about you? Do you wait, before I before I go, do you have a a, a white celebrity uh, crush or person that you would want to see naked? Like uh, yeah, that's a bad white chick. Like something like, something um, like that. Please don't say Catherine Heigl, because I know you like Catherine Heigl. That was definitely the person <laughs> I was thinking about. <laughs> I just want yeah, to see if I can get yeah, that. Yeah, that was mind. definitely the person I was thinking about. Um, I don't, there's no other one I can think of. No, it could be Catherine Heigl. I just want no, to, it, it is definitely I just, her. I just want to see but, if I was But now it's like, right. I feel like I should think of a different one. Um, definitely Catherine Heigl. Um, if there's another one... Shit, I don't Catherine know. Catherine could have been your answer. I just want to try to. No, guess Catherine Hagel was my that she was my. Yeah, answer. I, I just want to see if I could guess it. Yeah, um, that was that was definitely my answer. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think people see her as regular. She's like a. She's like the. She's like the my fine white crush. Like Damn. she's the one. Damn. Um, I don't know. I've always just I've always liked the character she she's played. She's um just her personality aside from just you know seeing her naked. But yeah, she's definitely the. Uh, Definitely the one. That's the opposite for me, dog. Like her characters, I can't stand her characters. Really? Yeah, man. Her character, she always play like a bitch to me, dog, and all her shit. I'm trying I, to think. Was she? Was she in? Uh, she had played the one in the one movie with uh with the curly head dude. What's the dude that played? <coughs> excuse me. In the movie where they were trying to kill uh the uh, was the the Hong Hong Kong the the movie that got banned. It was a. Uh, they were trying oh, to. Oh, uh, Seth Rogen and yeah, James Franco. Yeah, yeah, the Kim Jong Il. Yeah, shit. it yeah, was yeah. him. I don't know why I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but Seth Jones. He played. He was just a fucking pot smoker. You talking about knocked up? Yeah, knocked up. Yeah. Oh man, I'm mad you can't remember. That's one of my all time favorite comedies, dog. Dude, I love that fucking movie, man. No, you don't, cause you can't remember the name of it. I, no, I don't know what. But my my reason for the thing of the movie is like you know, and it's totally off the subject of uh. Of her sorta, but that movie was always one of mo- one of the ones where I felt like if they made that movie black, it would have never got as much pub as it did as a white movie. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you could uh, just you know replacing characters. This was black, and you got like this. I don't know whoever character, but it doesn't matter. You got this black black dude who doesn't have a job, smoke weed all day, and then he gets this successful black woman pregnant. And they just go through the motions of the movie. I don't see that happening <laughs> as a black movie. It does seem kind of yeah. Like that, that wouldn't be an interesting yeah. Black it would. Movie. It wouldn't. I, I feel. I feel like it would catch. It would catch all kind of flat. You know, you would uh, need like a black Seth like, Rogen for it to really 
take off. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't think that would ever. That could never been a black movie. Like it, it had to be the the movie it was for the yeah. success. He has that universal appeal. Like there's not a black Seth Rogen. Like Seth Rogen appeals to both white and black people. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's one of my all time favorite comedies, man. I love Knocked Up, but I hated Catherine Heigl in it. Yeah, like her character, like her person. I mean, she was like a like I really didn't. I really didn't like her in that. And then the handful of times I saw her on Grey's Anatomy, I thought she was a bitch on that too. I was like, why she's like, I, I just thought, like, why she always play a bitch on everything? Like, was she in early episodes of Grey's Anatomy? Because I don't even. Yeah. Or, oh, okay. And it was like, well, I didn't like. I didn't even know she was on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she was on Grey's Anatomy. Um. So for me, uh, let's see. Hmm, it's kind of a tough one. A lot of black women that I think are sexy, they their news are out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm. Oh well, shit, my number one black crush, Maya. That, she ain't got I, no news out there. I was just about to say that, like, nah, and, and I feel like if there were news, you would know that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah goddamn right, I would. <laughs> shit, Maya news, so, man. So, I call off work. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to come in today. Like, guess what? I Why not? Where are you at? I'm at Walmart buying bottles of lotion and toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and socks. <laughs> socks. <laughs> yeah. No, man, Maya, man, yeah, Maya, yeah. So, what about the, uh, the if you had to pick a uh, a white one? Shit, oh fuck, man, that's a tough one. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I can think of anybody. One, I don't have too many. White women that I'm like, oh, she's bad. I have a few, but like the ones that I could think of off the top of my head, all got nudes, like in whether it's in movies or through uh, the infamous fappening. So <laughs> I can't really think of nobody. Fuck, I can't. Yeah, I can't really think of nobody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if I think of something later, I'll, I'll just blurt it out. Like we'll be talking about something completely different. Like I don't know the the. Sometimes some black kid got killed, and I'm just shout out some random white woman's name. That's the one who titties I want to see. And then, like, okay, we were over here about to cry over this dead child, and you just shouting out about bushes you want to see. Eh, I don't know. I'm thinking about another another white girl. She was she was the daughter. Katy Perry. Okay, okay, that'll work. <laughs> I like I would like to see some Katy Perry news out there. That definitely worked. Uh, that didn't take too long. I was thinking about oh, my some Christina Aguilera ones either. The chick who she was a daughter in a forty year old version. The dude he was the chick she was dating, but she's older, obviously. Um, but she plays a she's a she plays a on the, some TV show where it's two it's like two chicks they're roommates and they're like waitresses and shit. But she's the one that's really top heavy and shit. Oh, um. Okay. She got news, nigga. Oh, she does? Yeah. Uh, Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings, yeah. She got news, dog. Google that. She got them out there, dog. See? Damn. You got the perfect podcast partner, dog. Oh, Kat Dennings news is afloat. Nigga. Get them. And but I need to, I, I feel like I need to look up her age before then. Oh, uh-huh. she's 30. Yeah, she's old as fuck. But she's yeah, probably she older when she played that fucking part, so. Yeah, because she was like the. What bitch. part are you thinking of? She was uh, so a forty year version. The dude, the uh, main, uh, whatever his main character was. Oh the chick, yeah, she, she did play. She uh, was the daughter. She did play the daughter. She was she was an adult at the time. Yeah, yeah, she had. She's playing a, that rebellious. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, now. She had to be. Uh, I 
forgot that the Fappening is actually a fucking site. That's hilarious. Who the fuck made that fucking site, dog? Her nudes, I think, leaked before the Fappening, though. Like, they gained prominence during, but I think they leaked beforehand. But yeah, yeah, Cat Dennings, they out there, dog. Oh, wow. They are. They are. They are definitely out there. I seen mm. someone post post her stuff on um a titty Twitter page. That's like a here look at these type shit. And I was like, yeah. ah. Yeah, but, I can't I can't really think of nobody because I feel like everybody I could think of they're already out there. Um, there's a handful that I think are moderately attractive, but. Not anybody who's I'm like I'm clamoring to see the news. So, but as you said, I think mm. you know Kate, uh, uh, Katie, Katie Perry. Is, them shits are in demand. Yeah, people want to see those. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, the news. What's the? Uh, I am terrible for fucking names, but the chick that I'm pretty um, good for names. So the the Justin Verlander is it Kate Upton? No, it ain't Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah, those news are out there too. Yeah, and it just wasn't like great to see. It's like oh. Mm-mm. I mean, I was like, oh, she's she's a regular white woman. Apparently, in, in all um, regularness. <laughs> apparently, one of I think Justin Verlander's uh, I think charity funds or something operates out of the building that I work in because I overheard people talking about that and they were saying talking about how crazy it would be if they ran the Kate Upton in our in our building. And you know, Justin Verlander's around and they're together and there's been events that they've been at together that have been in the area, the general downtown area. So, it's feasible that, I guess it's feasible that I could run into her at some point. I thought you just about to tell the story how you did run into her. No, now, no, no. I now I'm like no, disappointed that you didn't run into her. No, actually, her. I feel like if I ran into her, I wouldn't recognize her. Like, I, it would probably have to be like, she would have to be with Justin Verlander. Be like, and I'd be like, okay. oh, that's Kate Upton because that she's with be Justin her, Verlander. Yeah. That like, if her. Kate Upton was just walking through, like, the lobby of my building, I'd be like, I, I probably wouldn't know it was her. I mean, it gotta be somebody just random. I mean, white people in general, like she'd have just, to be surrounded by like paparazzi or some shit. I I don't know. Like if she was just walking through, I probably wouldn't know it was her. Yeah, not that I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I probably wouldn't know who the fuck she is either. And it's funny. I need to look to actually see like what the fuck does she look like. See, there you go. <laughs> I feel like there's somebody who I'm who I who I'm not thinking of. I'm pretty sure it's one I'm I I can't think of. Katherine Heigl is a good one. Like I'm not a big fan of hers, but she is yeah, a good I would, one. Yeah, like, I wouldn't recognize. Be, I wouldn't recognize Kate Upton if I seen nah. her. She could have walked down the street and I'd just be like, oh, maybe she just lives around the block or some shit. <laughs> I would definitely not recognize her. Well, if she walked through this hood, you would probably think like, okay, that might be somebody important. Kate Upton don't fit into this hood. <laughs> no, I always catch random white people walking down the street to the gas station and shit. Not ones that look like Kate Upton. Well, I mean, maybe in the morning with a scarf on her head, you know, going to get coffee. Oh yeah, and shit. right. I guess she actually lived here. Yeah, but like, nah, I don't, I don't see myself seeing. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't recognize her. I, I would think like, like man, she might be a special white woman. I feel like I could think about if I thought a little longer, I could probably come up with several more black women who I would like to see before I could think of of one white woman. And it's not because I have a uh, some sort of like I'm not into white women type thing. It's just more like all the white women that come to mind, their news are already out there. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's, how does they knew? How oh, does, Nicki Minaj. Oh man, yeah, the Nicki never Minaj seen, joints out there. Yeah, yeah, never never seen her news. I think that will be uh, 
be interesting. Oh, I know who, and it's a kind of a low key chick that I think I don't know if anybody would think about black or white. Uh, black, but uh, the chick from um the Breakfast Club, Breakfast Angela Yee. Yeah, I think she she covers up a lot. I think she might have some decent news. Yeah, she might. I feel like if somebody pulled a Leslie Jones on her, they could probably. They could probably get them joints and post them on the uh, Power 105 website. And I could, and I could see if it wasn't fired. And there would be no bit of, uh, oh, my God, I feel so bad for Angela Yee. No, I think if they, and I think if they wasn't fired, I feel like uh, uh, Charlemagne would do a, give her a donkey of the day. Like, <laughs> I should tweet him that. Like, if Angela Yee's news leaked, what would you do? Would you give donkey of the day? How'd you handle that? No, that might have, you might have to do that tweet in the morning while he's tweeting for the show. I right. Think if you if you are you generally even up that early? Actually, yeah, yeah. On Monday through Wednesday, yeah, I'm up. Okay. Yeah. I was listening to this morning because I was up, and I was like, man, I haven't been up this early in a while to even hear that shit. I get up like at that time, but not like listen to the radio. It's only right. It's only because I gotta take Michael to school or summer camp or whatever. And me and Michael listen to podcasts in the car on the way. Does uh, has he started back school yet? No, he's just doing summer, summer shit. Oh okay. Yeah, not that you know my stepson is out of high school and stuff. I don't have that drive to drop him off at of school and shit. So, and then it's funny. I feel like I'm old now. He's starting college tomorrow and shit. So it's crazy. Henry Ford Community, same okay. same same school. <laughs> funny as fuck dude it's funny as fuck hey man, man you want to head to the community center and get some lunch dog right right i got you on a chicken sandwich if right. you want got you a KFC although i won't be going i won't be back into um winter semester but yeah just funny though i lived off kfc twisters when i was in college you remember the kfc twister mm-hmm. they had i sure as fuck do kfc in our student union had the kfc twister combo for like three dollars it was like a twister Wedges and a pop. Yep. Man, cleaned up. They cleaned. They cleaned my wallet out. Duh. That KFC Twister combo. That was my college food. Duh. Did we talk? I think we did because we talked about all the restaurants. But I thought we did we, we talked about the sandwiches that we get, you got from uh um Gray Lakes. Did you? Did we? I don't we, know. I know we were talking about new places and stuff to try, but yeah, I think we probably did. Okay. I don't know. I'm not gonna rehash it. Nah. Um, Look I, at my Instagram. I it's seen somebody else post about it today, and it was going there. I was like, man, that was dope as fuck. I gotta get that back. Whenever I feel like spending twelve dollars for a burger. Right. Look I'll, at my Instagram. It's on there somewhere. Yeah. Filter through all my nudes, and then you'll you'll find <laughs> it on there. Well, not his nudes, like news of other people not my news my news are on my instagram <laughs> you gonna find some random chick some random chick follow like i didn't see yours okay yeah <laughs> that'd be funny be yeah. guard now like i follow you on instagram i didn't see the news i didn't see <laughs> any of these news so um sorry so, mate right that's funny <laughs> mate um so we do have one one email you want to go through that okay i wasn't ready all right, yeah. <laughs> oh, we can go to we can go to something else. No, no, that. we good. I can pull it up real quick. We got smartphones with uh fast speeds and shit like that. Yeah, so we got a uh, email from Baylor again. BTG, my nigga. Is yeah. it a uh, voice or email? No, just an email. Uh, big shout out to Mike. Oh, that's me. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> we don't speaking we don't say who we are. Me. No, we don't say who we are at all. Like, oh, okay. if we ever get new listeners, people will be like, "Who the fuck is who?" Well, I mean, I if you listen, listen, if you listen 
I always do the intro, so he does. you can follow follow that. Yeah, but I don't think we, who is I, I. Yeah, and I don't think. Oh, I, I Otis. Otis. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think we. we I don't That'd think be we, a good movie. We don't. We I don't, Otis. I, we, that would be dope. <laughs> yes, but I don't think we sound like it at all. So I don't get like I remember hearing new listeners like you sound so much like like no we don't. Oh, well, we hear it. Like, so nothing alike. Uh, I sound very half Caucasoid. So <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I remember first hearing Caucasoid, and I it didn't. I think I didn't catch on. I got a little bit myself. Oh, okay. Um, it didn't catch on that it was actually something about Caucasian. So I just after once I actually figured it out, I was like, "That's just mad funny." Yeah. So all right, all right. Let me read uh Baylor's email. Uh, big shout out to Mike. Any day now, the bundle of joy will be here. He is correct. Any day now. Uh, my wife's. Due date is September 9th. I don't, I haven't said it on the podcast at all. I just said, hey, it's coming. But uh, today is the 25th. Well, uh, it's the 25th now. We're recording this after midnight. So technically it's the 25th. This podcast is going to go up on the 25th, assuming Otis puts it up today. Yeah, it'll be up today. Uh, yeah, so August 25th. Uh, she's due on the 9th. Uh, so after the 9th is uh, 40 weeks. At 37 weeks, they say anything at that point is it's open game. Is yeah, it's open game. Like at the, if it's no longer preterm. So if you, you know, going to labor at 36 weeks is preterm. 37, it's no longer preterm. Pretty much you there. So our, her 37 weeks was a week ago. So she hits 38 weeks on Thursday. So any day now. But September 9th is the is she going to is she going to leave before? No, we're gonna wait till the last minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <any laughs> I don't know why now, that sounds wrong, but it's like, yeah, you just wait till the last minute. Like, why take off time when you actually have time when the baby's actually here and shit? Exactly. Uh, any day now, the bundle of joy will be here. You know what that means, all right? You, wait, you know what that means again, right? Fuck your sleep, nigga. Oh, uh, I almost feel like I, I almost want to stay in like Baylor voice, but uh, I don't know right. his voice. <laughs> I'm not a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, a man on uh, Saturday Night Live. Shit, Ed uh, Lover. Shit. I think Ed Lover could be able to get Baylor's voice pretty good. Probably just could. cause. Uh, fuck your sleep, nigga. If you played in any adult leagues, fuck your passion for sports and cardio. Fuck regular action figure cartoons. All wild, wild, wubsy, and door flicks. When you wake up at 3 a.m. to make a bottle, I'm laughing all the way in Cali. <laughs> Not to make fun of you, but because, but because I'm secretly crying because my daughter's eight months and I still wake up at 3 a.m. to make bottles and watch reruns of Martin and Sports Center. Uh, cat naps about to keep about to keep it real quick so congratulations and shit hmm what else oh fuck donald trump and my yg voice well we don't know what yg sound like uh real fuck, hood fuck nate parker horny ass okay all right so he's he's pro uh pro belief that nate parker got his rape on uh suicide squad was solid don't let them comic book nerds fool you well i'm a comic book nerd and i don't think it was solid uh, shout out to the Australia fan y'all got. Let them know we all appreciate those voicemails. <laughs> he horny for that accent too. I feel him though. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that shout out, man. I'm. I don't know if he's aware that I already have a kid, so I already been through all that. But I mean, right, hey, right. <laughs> actually, I've got that a lot, man. Like people tell me, like, hey, you, you know what you went for? I'm like, my son is eight. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did this. Before. I did this, and I did it a long time ago. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. It's all good, man. Um, so do you do you see yourself? You know, this is your wife's first child. 
So it's like, do you see yourself being like the corrector of things and and or just letting her just kind of experience the whole, you know, the whole first time of certain stuff and things of that nature? My wife has been like, imagine training for the Olympics. She's been training for the baby having Olympics (laughs) since she was like a (laughs) preteen. Like she's been waiting for this. This This is her gold medal moment. So I'm not going to interfere. Like, it's almost kind of like having book smarts versus having street smarts. Right. She has all the book smarts. And not to say that she don't have the street smarts because she helped raise her little sister and all that shit. But it's she has di- two it, younger brothers. It's different. It, it is, but yeah. I'm, I'm not going to completely discount it, yeah, what she's done. Yeah. But she's had all the book reading of having a kid. And I have all the street knowledge of having a kid. So it's going to be a, a decent mixture. I'm not going to be like on some like soapbox shit like, hey, I already know how the fuck this shit works. Especially because like every kid is different. Like all the shit that I went through with Michael you could, could be completely not, fucking different. Yeah, like not go com- through that. It's almost surely going to be a completely different ball game. So I'm going to be probably completely new to this shit myself. So... Um, we're going to use her, her vast book knowledge and my, I guess, vast street knowledge and, and see if we can make it do what it do. But, uh, we're, we're definitely ready, man. So, uh, as far as what he was saying about the lack of sleep and all that shit, this could work out a little bit in my favor because like my, Michael's mom was, she kind of threw in a towel on, uh, breastfeeding kind of quick. Uh, my wife has no intentions of doing that whatsoever. So feedings are going to mainly be her, mainly be her job. So I might actually be able to skirt through, uh, these early wake ups for feedings and shit like that. Now, at what point do they start pumping? I mean, does that happen early? That's kind of like at your discretion, but it's mainly, it's kind of like as needed. Like, okay, if I have, if I need to pump, I can pump and make that happen. But if I'm able to breastfeed, then I'm going to breastfeed. Um, so she's going to have, she's going to be off for probably like the rest of 2015, 2016. So she's going to be able to breastfeed whenever. After she goes back to work is probably when, she, when she's going to start pumping. So oh, that's okay. going to be what that's, that's going to be how that is. And so you actually get maternity time off. I get right? two weeks. Okay. And I, I don't think a lot of I've never heard too many places where men get that time off as unless you're like taking vacation and shit. It like is. That. It's rare. And like she makes it sound like I'm getting fucked over. Like in Canada, people get all this amount of time, and I'm like, well, here men don't get shit. So I'm grateful to get my two weeks. Cause I'm gonna take my two weeks. And I'm gonna spend it watching Mr. Robot. So I mean, like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna watch Mr. Robot and play that fucking Game of Thrones Telltale Telltale game on my fucking PlayStation. So, uh, you know, I'll be there to help assist. But in my head, I'm getting like not two weeks vacation, but damn close to two weeks vacation. <laughs> I'm gonna help. I'm gonna do what I can do. I mean, I'm gonna do everything I can, but. At the same time, I'm. It's not gonna be a twenty-four hour day job. It's gonna be 
assist when I can, do what I can do to help her, but it's not go it's not gonna be like demanding a hundred percent of my time. It'll be like, hey, I'm watching Mr. Robot, and then like, hey, can you uh grab this thing and I'll pause it, I'll grab that thing and then I'll unpause it. <laughs> you know? That kind of shit. Uh, so yeah. uh, it's it's not gonna be full vacation, but uh two weeks off work is vacation to some degree. So I'm gonna take advantage of it. Yeah, that's 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 dope as fuck. That's dope as hell. That's I like, can't wait. It's like my wife, you know, she, she, my wife is still, you know, in the mindset of us having a kid, you know, however that happens. But she's like, she keeps saving all of her time just in case. Like, she wants to have maternity leave plus all this vacation and all this other shit. And she just wants to take off like four months and shit. Hey, you know? hey. That's real. Do all it. Right. Save for it. Make right. sure you have all it. that time. You know, just just do it. Fuck it. So, so I don't know what he meant about YG voice. I don't know what YG sounds like, but I agree with fuck Donald Trump. Uh, well, I guess fuck Nate Parker. Horny ass is kind of self-explanatory. Did you hear that Donald? The Donald Trump was supposed to be getting a tour of Detroit by uh, uh, Ben Carson. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So that's supposed to happen. Yeah, I don't ben know Carson. when. Um, but I just don't understand. I feel like Ben Carson probably needs a tour of Detroit. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know he's from here and stuff like that, but, and from what I read earlier is that they're supposed to, they're probably going to go to like what they call impoverished neighborhoods and all this dumb shit. Oh, God. And it's like, what's the purpose of that shit? Like, what, what are you trying to like, what are you proving? I feel like you're so out of touch to do that. Like, if you are Donald Trump and you think, hey, I want to reach out to black people, try to help my help the black people want to vote for me. Let me go to Detroit and try to reach out to the black people. And you think like, hey, let me roll up in the hood and do whatever the fuck I think a presidential candidate is supposed to do. Like, does he really think that people are going to be like, oh, wow, Donald Trump's here and he's really looking out for us. He's gonna get so much fucking side eye. Like he's it's, What's your lighter? it's just gonna look bad for him, man. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see nothing um nothing nothing coming good out of that. Like at all. Like I'm just curious, like what are they gonna like roll through Brightmore or you know what I'm saying? I hope so. I I really hope so. I hope so. I hope maybe they're stopped. That could end bad for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, they get checked and shit. Maybe Trick Trick will probably show up or some <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm I so, like, so torn with the, the election of, like, not even torn of voting, but just torn of just, like, wondering, like, what the fuck is going to happen. Like, like Trump has, has exceeded every barrier i thought he would exceed as far as get to the point he is yeah like no one would never thought that trump would be like a viable candidate to be fucking mayor i mean president so it's like how did this fucking shit happen and why are so many people like following this ass clown i just don't get it dog i'm do you i'm kind of torn or whether or not I really want to talk about this. Have you... Do you know what you're going to do in November? Um... No. 
that's a simple answer. Um, deeper answer is that, you know, I'm torn as in, like, like for me, it's three candidates. But it's like, I, I'm still in the, in the whole thing of thinking, like, does a vote that doesn't go to Hillary a vote for Trump? Like my three candidates to be, you know, is is Trump, Hillary, and Jill Stein. And I just don't, you know, I like Jill Stein for for the most part. I like her better than them. That don't mean much though. Um, but like, does that really take away votes from her, which technically take, you know, gives him more votes? Like I I don't know. I I really don't know. Like I feel like it's gonna be like a. I'd be at the ballot like uh and I would like to be more and you know more determined as far as what my vote is but right now man I I really have no fucking clue. I mean I know it's not Trump. I know that much. All <laughs> right. But so I guess it should be really just two people, Hillary and Jill Stein. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch that. Like I feel like people was like three people you consider yeah, in Trump. Right, 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 right. It's not three. It's it's three people that's that's possible. Definitely between two, two and a possible. And I just don't right. It's a fucking terrible spades hand. Right. And wondering like what the fuck to even do. And part of me wants to, you know, say that 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 Hillary has no chance that people are voting for uh, a third party. Because in 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 essence that takes away from her building up to beat Trump. But I don't know. I I I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know at all, Doug. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't I don't either. And I've largely been in the past a supporter of um kind of making sure that the Republican candidate doesn't get in because they've been so bad. But I'm kind of at a point where I'm considering the idea of voting third party because, one, I'm not entirely sure that I subscribe to the idea of if I vote third party that that's a, essentially a plus vote for Trump. I'm, I'm The actual semantics of that, I'm kind of like... I don't know if that's as legit as a lot of people will make you think. Right. And then I'm also kind of like, I, okay, so to put in perspective, I was listening to um, Brilliant Idiots podcast, and um, it was the episode that Mark Lamont Hill was on. Did you listen to that one? No, I didn't. Chance? How was that? Um, it was pretty good. It was it was pretty solid. But he talked about. He's a pro Jill Stein guy. And he was saying that at this point, he feels like the system here is in need of upheaval, which I agree with. And he he didn't go so far as to say this, but Combat Jack kind of... Uh, did I mention it was a Combat Jack episode? No, you said brilliant idiots. I said brilliant idiots. I'm sorry. It was I, Combat, I Jack. Combat Jack. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was, was like, Combat damn, Jack. he did both of those. Okay. He yeah. did Breakfast Club, and then he did Combat Jack. So I was I was listening to Combat Jack, 
Um, Combat Jack was saying that he almost kind of part of him wants a Trump presidency because he feels like this nation needs the kind of upheaval to the system that a Trump presidency would bring. And Mark Lamont Hill was saying that he was pro Jill Stein because one, not only does he not believe in the whole idea of not voting for Hillary as a pro Trump vote, but also that we're at a stage where this whole idea of voting for third party is a wasted vote is, is damning for uh, trying to build up third party candidates. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, if, if we, if all the people who said, I'm going to vote for Hillary because uh, I don't want Trump to win. If they actually voted with who they wanted and they voted for like a third party candidate, then third party candidates could actually have a chance. And part of me thinks that if I were to not vote for Hillary, which is really where my personal beliefs stand, I feel like if I were to vote for if I were to not vote for Hillary and and Trump were to win, I kind of feel like this country needs the almost kind of needs a Trump presidency. Because I feel like it would be so fucked up that it would be the impetus for the change that we need in the system. And like a lesson learned or some shit. But yeah, it's like, that's, that's a long said, time for Well, he said that he would rather Mark Lamont Hill said that, and this wasn't on Combat Jack, this was on Breakfast Club. He said that he felt that he would rather have a four-year Trump presidency than to give up our values as a as a nation and as a people. And I think I, I kind of get that because I feel like if if Trump were to win, I feel like it would be such a shit show that it would be the impetus for what we need to change the way we deal with democracy as a whole. And that we could start to actually make the change toward progressing to actually voting for what you feel is best as opposed to settling for a candidate that you don't really fuck with, but you just voting for them because you don't want the worst person to get in. It's like, why not vote for who you actually feel is a good candidate? And if you look and you say, Hey, I think that's a good candidate. And you're not voting for them because you feel like you're going to help the party that you don't want to vote for. You're kind of hurting democracy because if you can build up that party that you like or that candidate that you like, we need to try to work toward doing that. And I kind of I'm kind of starting to lean in that direction. Like I'd almost rather have four years of fucked up Trump if it meant that we could as a nation and as a people progress and improve and move better, move forward in the future way better, like take this loss to improve, to take, you know, take a step back to take, you know, 18 steps forward. And part of me is kind of feeling like I might lean in that direction. I mean, I think that's a definitely an interesting approach for it. I, I I don't know if I'm there yet <laughs> as far as that 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 sentiment but I I understand it though. I well, I get it. The way I kind of look at it is like if you okay so say you're like uh say you're like Martin Luther King, right? 
and you're looking at the right now. Like, hey, all these things that I want to do right now in this moment will fuck me over more than likely. And it's going to cause all kinds of shit. All the basically all the shit that we went through during the civil rights era. But the greater goal is to improve the lives of black people moving forward. So it's kind of like you look at the civil rights era and those people took losses for themselves in that time to help make it better for black people going forward. And that's kind of how I look at this presidential election. Like maybe we should take this loss right now. And it, and and even then that's still kind of like, that's still a hypothetical. Like it's not to say like if I personally vote for Jill Stein, that automatically Donald Trump is going to win. Like, like, a lot of people still vote for Jill Stein and Hillary still win. But the idea is kind of like if we if we vote for a third party candidate that we personally endorse, whether it's Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, whatever, and we vote for who we think is actually a solid candidate and that person actually shows up on a ballot and gets a respectable amount and people think like, hey, these people can actually have a decent showing And then we end up with a Trump presidency and it's a complete fucking disaster. It can kind of be like we could almost like learn from that lesson. Like, okay, we we voted in this guy. He fucked everything up. There's support for these third party candidates. Maybe we can work on having the system that actually works for who we want. Like, you know, we want this person and you can actually vote for who you want as opposed to voting for somebody like I'm only voting for this person because they're not the person that's shittier. Right, like that's a fucked up way of voting. Well, I mean, and that's kind of what it is, though. It's kind of that like, is what it is. It, it and is his the, idea was to move from that. Like maybe if we take this L right now for the next four years, maybe we can move to a, a space where we've never even really been at before. We can move to a space where it's, you know, it's actually a solid democracy where we actually vote for who we support and who we like, and things can work in our favor. We can vote in our values and. And what really is important to us as opposed to voting for the less shitty person. That's a fucked up way. And we've been doing that for a long time, like voting for the less shitty person. And why do that? And I kind of I kind of get that. And I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, even I'm really if, torn. Even really if, torn even if that, that happens, though, it's like I don't think I, I don't think I could live with the idea if I say, if, you know, if after the day, I'm like, you know what? Let's just get through this Trump shit. I still don't see myself voting for him, though. I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't personally, like, say I actually voted this fucking guy in. Well, I'm not and, saying vote for Trump. I'm oh, saying, and, I, and I'm not saying you saying that either. Different. I'm just saying, even with that that logic, you you're you're hoping that. One of the other candidates get it, but if they don't, like, all right, fuck it. Let's well, just, it's not even that. These four years because it, it's not even that because there's no chance. There's no chance. Like, if I go into the ballot box and I vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, there's no chance they're going to fucking win. I'm going into there knowing that the person I'm voting for is not going to win. It's more of a, a, I'm casting a vote for change almost. I know it's not going to happen right now. To show that they were viable candidates? And to show that that we want change in this country, that we want to actually show that there are people outside of the strict two-party system that we endorse and that we like and that we feel are viable candidates and that we like these people 
and to try to make it a more open field and get away from this two party system and make it so that there's people who can come in from outside of that and be viable candidates that we can vote for. It's kind of like it's looking far down the road. But at the same time, I feel like this is that 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 crucial junction. Like we can stick to the same shit and say, I'm going to vote for Hillary because that's this guy's shittier. Or we could say, like, we're at the point where both of these candidates fucking suck, which is what I, I truly believe right now. Both of these candidates fucking suck. Yes, Trump is technically worse, but Hillary is shitty to me, too. Like, if we we can move on, a po- we're at a point where both of the candidates are shitty. And this is kind of unprecedented because, like, right. there's a lot of times in the past where people would tell you, like, I'm voting for less than two evils, but... That was bullshit. Like, no, this is really the last situation. This is really like, that situation because it's like it's not like Obama was trash the past eight years. It, it was, you know, it wasn't really. That's not really how it was. But that's kind of really how it is right now. So it's like rather than voting for somebody that you think is whack just because you don't want the other person who's more whack to get in, we're still sticking in that same system. There's no way we're gonna deviate from that. All the future elections, same deal. You know, we're gonna. We got the two parties and the two parties, you know, have whatever nominee that they think is appropriate and they can be both be shitty. And it's like, well, I think this person is less shitty than the other person. That's not how we should live in a democracy here. That's not how America should be built. Like, let's vote for the person who's less shitty. You should vote for the person who you actually like. And I feel like we're at a juncture where we could start to kind of move the move the conversation to where. Let's start looking at these candidates who aren't staunchly Democratic or Republican and and the people who you actually like, who you feel like could be, you know, actual game changers. And if we can make a statement in that in that direction and we take a four year loss, because I mean, even if Trump wins, this shit ain't going to last, dog. He's going to get in there. He's going to be a fucking sorry ass president. He's going to be a complete piece of shit and he's going to be out of there. But the idea is like, if we take this four-year loss, can we have a greater chance in the future of actually being able to vote for who we like and being able to vote on our, our values and our beliefs and actually making this a a real democracy with you know real values and shit like that? Right, right. And like I said, it's basically like, are we willing to take a step backward? in 2016 to take a whole lot of steps forward and not even in 2020, but like fucking 2030, you know, whenever, you know, think about your kids or or whatever in the future, you know, do you want your kid to still be living the same life? Or do you want your kid to be able to be able to vote for somebody who's actually a decent person as opposed to the, the less shitty option? You know, it's, it's, can we take this L right now in favor of making the system to a, to a place in, in favor of taking the system to a place where we can vote where, you know, how we really want and what we really think is best. And I'm kind of in favor of this upheaval of the current democratic system. And yes, I mean, I think that's quite the sacrifice. It, it is. And it, it would be an easier sacrifice to make before because like you look last, last term it was Romney before that it was McCain before that was Bush and you could say, you know, it; those guys were pretty bad. 
particularly Bush, but you were almost ready to deal with those guys though. Without the, no, exactly. No, like, okay. And it's like, if we had done this before, maybe we'd be in a better position position right now. But the position we're in right now, we got to fucking, uh, you can come up with all the fucking adjectives, adjectives to, to describe this fucking guy. Uh, we'd be in a better position now. Maybe if we had made that move eight years ago, 12 years ago. And maybe we should start thinking about the future of democracy. And I'm, I don't know, man. I'm kind of thinking about it, dude, because my, my political beliefs and not even my political, political beliefs, my beliefs is like how you should behave as a human. Like what's, what's just like, like values and virtue and what's right and what's wrong. And like, I don't feel like either of these candidates have any amount of fucks to give for any of that shit. Like, all this shit that Hillary is saying right now, man, there's nothing to support what she says, man. She's never done any of the shit that she's promising to do. She's saying she's going to do shit to to get the Bernie fans on her team. Like, that's really all what's going on. Like, she's going to say, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. All the shit that Bernie was saying he was going to do that none well, of the she, shit that she's actually yeah. voted for or done in the past right. supports. And, she, and she's recent because she feel like those are the votes she needs and shit. Right. And I'm like... That's not what we need. What we need right now, like for me personally, like I like Barack Obama as a as a guy. Like I feel like he's a he's a seem like a dope dude. But like in all honesty, like I feel like he was a I don't know, man, like a B minus president. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh, Obama was the shit. Oh, and people get you know glamored by his uh his his persona and his his personality and shit like that. But like as a as a president, I, I mean I was kind of underwhelmed with what he what he did in his term. Like he was cool, but he wasn't he wasn't great. He wasn't even good. He was he was all right, you know. And a lot of that is born out of the fact that we voted for him because he was one not that other guy, and two because he was a cool ass black dude. And I want to vote for people who are actually going to do what needs to be done. And I feel like we're not in that system right now. We're in a system of Let's vote for the person who's less shitty than the other person. We all have these two options, and that's it. And I'd like to get people... I, I would like to get a a class of people who are who represent various beliefs and ideals, and I could say, hey, I like that person's shit, and vote for that person, and feel like if I support that person, if I back that person, if everybody else backs that person, then that person has a real chance. Not like, hey, that person would be great, but we're on this two-party shit, so fuck that person. Like, we need to get out of that. And I feel like this is a good time to try to make that move to expanding this two-party system. And yeah. I feel like the tragedy of, like, a Trump presidency could be the impetus to to make that change. So I'm kind of, I'm very conflicted at the moment. It's like, it, it's the fact that it's him. Like, he's so fucking bad, and the people who, who support him are so fucking bad, that it's really hard to take that stance. But I, I'm I'm thinking about it. But fortunately, I got time. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got a good two months. But I think that time is going to go past so fast. It will. And fucking November is going to be here so fucking quick. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just figure it out when that, on the day of. 
Cause it's not it's, it's it's nothing even like research to do. It's like you know what the fuck's gonna happen. So it's like it ain't even about researching candidates. It's you know if you go take that L for the four, see what happens, or you just hope that either one of them. But Hillary ain't shit. Um, Stein and what's the other guy that's, that's running as well? Gary world? Johnson. Gary Johnson. I have I have I know nothing about Gary Johnson. That's, oh shit, <laughs> oh that's a big swig. That's partially by design. About people not knowing about Gary Johnson. Yeah. Because the whole like, what, what are you? This is at? a cat. Oh. I'm like, where the fuck does cat come from? Yeah, that's partially by design. Where are you look? Is it coming over here? No, it's one out of the car. But I'm like, where the fuck does cat come from? I never seen a cat in the anyway. My bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's by design. You're not supposed to know about him because he's not supposed to be an actual candidate. We're sticking to Hillary versus Trump. Hillary versus Trump. What the fuck is he even? Where is he from? I don't know. I don't know much about him either. <laughs> I know he's a libertarian candidate, but that's all I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Enough of that bullshit. So, um. I overheard an interesting conversation at work, and I, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this. Okay. How do you feel about standing in someone's wedding? Because I've heard a lot of, I've overheard conversations where people are like, oh, I hate when somebody asks me to stand in a wedding. I hate when they ask me to be a groomsman or a bridesmaid or whatever. And I don't know if it's a racial thing, but... I've only heard that from white folks. They're like, oh, I don't want to stand at people's wedding. I don't like doing this. They look as a, as an obligation and um, like if somebody could, says, "Hey, man, I want you to be a groomsman at my wedding," are you gonna be pissed or are you gonna be like, "Hey, cool"? Like, I don't, I don't know, but like, I, I have my feelings on how I approach that. But a, a lot of what I've overheard, and mainly from white folks, and I, I'm not saying mainly from white folks. I'm not trying to make it a racial issue, but um, this that's the reason I'm bringing it up is because I've only heard it from white folks, so I want to get a black guy's opinion. But um, do you look at that as a burden? Well, as a black guy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> as an African American, <laughs> um, for me, I I think it would I wouldn't mind either if it was you know uh, a closer relationship of a person or a friend or I guess. Otherwise, I don't see no one asking me that I don't have some kind of like personal relationship with or whatever. But I don't see the bad thing. I think I would think a lot of people would see it as like a, I guess a privilege of sort. Like cool, you know, wouldn't mind it. But I mean, just like random ass coworker like standing at my wedding, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. But, but no, I, mean, I think friends. I, I've stood and oh, you only stood in one wedding. Yeah, I've I've ushered. A bunch of fucking weddings. <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like that's a <laughs> shitty fucking slave job. I feel like that's a shitty fucking <laughs> job to ask somebody to usher in your wedding. And I've ushered a couple of people's wedding. One of my uncles, so it was real cool. And then I ushered in one of my uh, good friends, his sister's uh, wedding. But I just feel like it's one of those we just need somebody to do some work type shit. So it's like, yeah, I got to rent a fucking suit to do this, uh, tux to do some. <laughs> like random ass like greet people and shit like that but as far as like actual like you know 
groomsmen. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a cool thing. Um, if you, you know, you definitely have a good relationship with people. I've never, that's one thing I've never heard. I've never heard of, uh, people being pissed about it. And yeah. And that's why, I, that's why I brought it up. Cause I was wondering if that's like a, like a racial thing. I mean, and yeah. I, I mean, I hate making shit everything sound racial, but like I've only heard that from white folks. Like they say, like, ah, oh, oh, I want to be a, I don't want to be a roseman. I don't like being having to stand at weddings, and they they make it sound like a burden. And I, I don't know. I was wondering if that was a racial thing. Like, do I mean, black that people could, feel the same that way? That could possibly be. I, you know, if anybody actually, you know, um, have an opinion about it, definitely mention it, and we could uh, talk about it in the next podcast or just at least answer yeah, the email questions. us. Email, email us at what dot com. Right. Follow but, us at What Up The Podcast Twitter. No, I've yeah. never, never heard anyone complain about that shit. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I've, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I've mainly, black folks have. I've never really heard anybody complain about it, but white folks I hear complain like, about damn, it a lot. This nigga want me to be in his wedding. Like, no, I've never heard that. Yeah, so it might be a racial thing. And like I said, it, to me, this was science. I, I was, I'm trying to get data. Like, okay. <laughs> Like, is this a white thing? Is this a black thing? Is I have you know. asked any other white people about it? No, I just I the thing is I overheard it today. Uh, a guy said he was like, "Man, I I I hope nobody ever asks me to stand a wedding again. I hate doing that shit." And I don't understand. What do you hate? Like, what what's the hate about it though? I guess the the financial responsibility, maybe having to rent a tux. I I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, because it does end up being a financial situation though, no matter what the case is. So. You know, written. yeah, but also nine times out of ten, it's not like they hit you up on Thursday. Like, hey, dog, my wedding's tomorrow. Can you wear the tux and stand in it? Right. Like, right. you get like months heads up, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I was curious about that. I was wondering if that was a racial thing or not, or if that was a thing where like most guys are just like, I don't like standing in weddings. But for me personally, I always look at it as an honor. Like I, I'm like. I'm like surprised. Like somebody's like, "Hey man, you want to stand my wedding?" Like, "Oh shit, you think I'm like like our relationship is cool enough? Like you think that much of me that you want me to be a groomsman in your wedding?" Like, I look at that as an honor. Like, yeah. so I find that interesting that a lot of the talk that I've I've heard and a lot of the white folks that I've interacted with make it sound like a burden. Like, I don't want to do that shit. There's too much responsibility. I have to do this. I got to rent talk. Like, you make it sound like it's an inconvenience to you, and I feel like. My my look is like this person thinks that you are a good enough person. You're close enough and they, they value you enough to want you to be a groomsman their wedding. Like that's a, biggest a show of respect. Of the biggest events of their life. Like Yeah. yeah. I've always looked at that as a show of respect. Like, I, you know, I respect you enough. You, you're a good friend of mine. You're a brother or whatever. However you may look at it, you know, I, you mean a lot to me. I want you to be a groomsman at a wedding. I feel like that's an honor. And so, like it, it, I've always kind of like made a, made a side eye every time I've heard like white dudes like, oh, it's a, oh, I'm so tired I have to do that. Like they make it sound like it's such a burden on them. Like, oh, I have to take time out of my day and I gotta do this. I gotta rid a tux. I gotta do this. Like they make it sound like all the shit they gotta do to to be, you know, a groomsman in this wedding. And I, to me, it it sounds kind of dickish. Like, okay, why are you being an asshole? Like this person thought enough of you. Like. Thought highly of you to yeah, they thought you. highly highly of you enough to say, hey man, I want you to stand in my wedding. And you're like, oh, I got now I gotta do shit so you can get married. I gotta fucking do this. I gotta do that. Like you sound like an asshole. But like, I mean, that's 
I, I don't know. I, I was curious if that was like a a white thing or a black thing or what. I, I mean, I don't have enough data to because so far you're the only black person who I've <laughs> surveyed on this. But yeah, I, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I've always looked at it as like an honor, man. Like somebody asked me to stand at a wedding. I'm like, oh, shit. How do you, Thank you. How do you feel about. Uh, and then all the pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that transition. <laughs> old, hey, cut off. All the pussy. Old but the like, transition. I mean, like, man, if you a single dude and, and a dude asks you to stand at his wedding, like, it you just, pretty much, you, you, you probably going to fuck that this, night. This, like, this, this is just this took a drastic turn. Yeah, this. man. Like, you could, you, you could be getting like. Have you been to many weddings this year? Oh, not this year, but I mean, I've I've done a I've done a handful. I've I've um attended. Let's see, shit. So I I was a groomsman in my friend Daryl's wedding. Uh, Steve, who was on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago from Arizona, I was a groomsman at his wedding. I was a groomsman in my friend Terrence's wedding. Um. I was a groomsman in my friend Gerald's wedding. So I think, what's that, three, four that I mentioned? Mm-hmm. And I've attended maybe another two or three. So I guess it's my wedding stats. Yeah, I haven't been in an into. I've only been an actual groomsman in one. You didn't ask me to stand at your wedding because you think I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> much it. Oh, actually, you know, I take that back. I stood in two weddings. I uh, I stood in my dad's wedding as a, and it was so uh, unofficial, you know, uh, in his wedding when he uh, got married years ago. Um, but then I stood in actually my my best friend's wedding, um, and it was so funny because so we we he has like friends that he's known for forever so it was like me and his other boy and stuff like and two other his two other boys and so i guess he didn't know he couldn't figure out who he wanted as his best man so then he just chose his dad as an easy way out <laughs> like you know what my dad's gonna be my best man i don't want to have to pick between you guys i all, all you real. guys all you guys to be groomsmen and stuff so that was cool but yeah i've done i've ushered in a couple of weddings um I, I guess I really can't count being in a wedding. At your wedding, it was actually DJing, but it was just, it, you know, it was like, it was in the wedding. Yeah, and, being like, being somebody who stands up there. Like yeah, right, right. Shit. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I'm I'm going, I went to a wedding last week. I, lo- I low-key tried to slander you like, yeah, uh, I didn't stand to your wedding, nigga. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I, said, buy- so I was like, oh, I didn't stand to mine either. Right, but, I was like, yeah. I bypassed it. Like, yeah, I want you to slave this bitch. Man, my uh, fucking shit, dog. I was at the cusp of like, I'm either going to have about six guys who stand at my wedding or I got to have like 15. It was like, I got to draw the line somewhere. I got to cut it off early or I got to cut it off late. And see, that was that was weird for me because I had two two friends of my, that stood at my wedding who were brothers, but I still hang with their other brother as well. And he wasn't in it. <laughs> but it was and even weirder than that. The brother that wasn't in my wedding, his wife stood as one of my wife's uh, maid of honors or whatever. So it was like, I didn't think about him until after the fact. Like, damn, maybe. But it was like, 
we already had our spots filled and we weren't adding another person. So I always felt like, man, I hope he didn't feel like I slighted him. It was just, you know, um, I don't even, I don't know how to really describe it. I was just like, I didn't think he would think of a big deal. Like, I feel like the other one, the other brother would have probably felt some kind of way or something like that. If they wasn't like, you know, one, you know, we've been knowing each other, you know, saying since 94, and then the other brother I met later on in life. And so, you know, it was just like, you know, it was cool. But just, I don't know. I think if I would have done it over, I probably would have had all three or whatever. But, you know, it was whatever. I just don't think, I didn't think guys were really tripping. And, and, and he didn't. But I just didn't, yeah. I don't think guys would be like, oh, you slighted me to get in your wedding. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, I, I went to a, I went to a wedding Saturday and uh, a white wedding and it was so funny because i was like man i, I wonder if these people are gonna start fucking on time and sure as shit it was like 5 30 it was like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it was like on time as fuck weird part about their wedding was that their the reception was like two and a half hours after the wedding okay. so they wanted they didn't want to do any pictures beforehand I guess, you know, as traditional as like not seeing the bride and, you know, the bride and group seeing each other before. So it was like this long ass fucking wait between the wedding and shit. And I'm just like, man, what the fuck? So, excuse me. I go to like, it was like right on Grasher, right before uh, whatever that one street is. It goes down Eastern Market. So then we go over to Eastern Market, try to find some something to eat. And. It's like going to Eastern Market on a Saturday in the summer. I mean, it fucking sucks, dude. It's like packed as fuck. Man. So my first thought was cool. I've been wanting to go to Sapino's forever just to try the food. Never been. My wife always goes to lunch or some shit. She's been there. Yeah, some people don't. They don't like their uh, pizza. Um, well, I say the wings are awesome, but she say the pizza is just you know blah. Not my style of pizza. So we get there. That shit's packed. So I'm going to the fucking Coney Island on the down there. And then, so we were in a, the church had a parking lot. And then it was a parking lot for another building. But it shared like a gate or some shit. So some of the people who parked in the other company's gate, they shit closed. And they were like, they put a sign on the, on the gate like, you can pick your car up at 7 in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. So... The the girl called. We were all at. We had went to uh the, the Coney Island that's on it in that same block of uh Sapinos right at the corner, big ass yellow sign or whatever, just to get something to eat. And then we went about went across the street to that like. Have you been to that one bar? It's called I think it's it's a Vavia, Vavito, whatever the nope. fuck. Had a few beers. Next thing you know, the one somebody called a one girl. She spazzing out. All our cars locked. Something like. Man, we got shit to do. We can't have our car fucking locked and shit. Like, cause we still had to drive from downtown to fucking St. Clair Shores and shit. Mm. And I'm like, I, beyond that, we just don't have a car until fucking seven in the morning. So luckily, our car was on the side of the church, which was open. It was like other four people who had cars in the other lot. Man, we get back over there. So. The cars wasn't technically locked up. If you could actually get in the gate, it was this fucking driveway like a half mile down. You could actually get out. Okay. So these are chicks. These chicks start. So the one chick gets the. It's like a gap between the the ground and the gate. 
maybe eight, nine inches or some shit. <laughs> Man, these chicks start shimmying under the gate <laughs> to get to their fucking car and shit. Um, so they end up getting their cars out, whatever, and then we go to this wedding way down in fucking St. Clair or whatever. And the Saint and when we went down there, I was I think I had message messaged you in uh Liquid Slap. That was the park that the 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 residents was tripping about all the Pokemon. Uh, oh yeah, folks and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So I had always seen, you know, I seen the news clips and stuff about people being at that park and stuff like that. But dog, even as you know, I played Pokemon. Man, I had never seen so many people in one spot looking for Pokemon. Like no one was at the <laughs> park for the sake of just being at the park. Every wow. fucking body was there with their fucking heads down and their phones walking around. So I had to go out there to get my... I had to go to the parking lot to get my wife's phone. So I'm like, fuck, I might as well catch a few of them out here. Man, <laughs> it, I caught like four different new ones and shit out there. It was dope as fuck. I see why they go there and shit. But uh, yeah, man, wedding, um, is cool. I got actually... I started getting sick because I ate too much fucking food. Have you ever got like... <laughs> I, I, I called it food drunk. Where I was like so full, I was uncomfortable. Because they had like a buffet style uh, wedding and shit. Yep. So, yep. Man, I wouldn't have laid on the couch, Doug. I was I was good. Good for like a good 45 minutes. Because it was like, man. it was an open bar, but it was like, man, we got to drive so fucking far home. I can't even enjoy myself like this shit. And I wanted to just hit, keep hitting the bar, but I'm like, man, this is stupid, dog. I just, so. End up not, you know, drinking as much, and then it was like a fucking horrible rainstorm and shit like that. But I got another wedding to go to in like two weeks and shit. Damn. But I think that's gonna be some real hood shit. Oh shit, that's the worst. Well, I think they so they had a I don't know how how you word it a a drink collections party. Oh lord! So it's not gonna be an open bar. They did a party to collect liquor for the wedding. <sighs> okay. So based, so what? I, if, if I if I get it, if I get what they're doing right, they're gonna basically have all these bottles of liquor that they done collected from friends and family, and then it's just gonna be at the facility and right. shit. Like I can't wait to just to see the the madness this shit this shit is gonna be. But that'd be the last wedding I go to for the year. I don't, I don't know anybody spontaneously getting married um, before the end of the year. Or I don't know to ask you. Um, so t- kind of switch the subjects. Um, is, how do you feel about being fuck asked? Him. That's how I feel about them. Yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> fuck how do you feel about being asked to be a godparent? Hmm. And has are are one? Are you a godparent? And if you're not, how do you feel about it, being one? Um. Yeah, I I think I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't think about it any real kind of so way. You know the premise of godparents. I think so, but ela- elaborate. So, from my understanding, is that a godparent is the premise of godparents is that if something ever happened to the real parents, you take responsibility of the actual kids and stuff like that. Right. That's but the, uh, that was my understanding. So but yeah. I feel like the. I feel like the black community uses it so loosely is that they don't really understand the commitment that they're asking someone. Yes. That's, that's exactly why I asked for clarification. Yeah. Cause that's the way that's, that's exactly what I think. Like they ask you 
in a way of not really knowing what it entails. But the way that's the way I've always interpreted it. Like I am technically a godparent to a kid I've never met. Yeah. One of my homeboys wanted me to be the godparent of his daughter. And then he goes to jail. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, here's her address. You know, if you ever want to send her something. And I never, and it was so weird because I didn't know the, the kid's mom that well. So it was like, I got to like befriend her and say, hey, I'm the god daddy. Like, <laughs> now this kid is like 12 or 13 or some shit. And I still never met the fucking kid. Wow. Yeah, no, that's. You know, it's like, like, I just, it's like, it's just. Why? Why are you putting this on me? Like, you know, I guess you may think I'm a good person, but I don't know this kid. Say for some odd reason, you're in the dude's in jail and a mom dies. Like, I'm not taking care of this fucking kid. I don't know this fucking kid. You can always say no. <laughs> but how do you deny a person's? Dying I don't somebody? know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I, I don't, I don't know, know dog. Like, you know, somebody say you got you be like, nah, nah. I, I don't want to be the guy parent to your kid. Like, but I, I feel like. In, in our community, I think that's not really what they. I feel like it's like almost like a, almost like a. I don't say pity honor, but like how kind of like, hey, let me give you I, this. I think title that don't. No, mean I think shit. it is a pity honor, and it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Like I, don't I mean, think they actually you, you take have, it that way, but I, mean, I think you, that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, you I have, think what you said is the right idea. I think you have friends that you know want to. Since you're 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 friends but not family, they want to make you like an unofficial honor uncle or you know what yeah. I'm saying shit like that. But godparent just seems like like what do you call the godparent? Do you call them godparent? Like like why do you address a godparent? Like I don't, I don't understand I don't the whole that. godparent you know deal. Yeah. Like I don't get it at all. I don't get. I it think all. it's supposed to be the idea is that. If something happens to the parents, you kind of take on that role. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, when they're in around, reality, they got other people that would actually take on that role. Right. Like my, my wife, she has a goddaughter and I just, I feel like, you know, she would probably want to take, you know, care of her if something happened to her mom. But it, I think it's really like some kind of like random ass title. It's like a, it's like the extra auntie and aunt uncle or some shit like yeah i think i think it's just to do a service to that person like hey i think you're important enough and i respect you enough that i want you to to carry this title uh for for our kid but i don't think it really for for most people is a hey i actually expect you to basically become parent if something were to happen to me i i, I mean in in cases where that person feels like they don't have anybody else who would be able to do that role if something happened to them, then maybe. But yeah, I think most for the most part, it's, it's kind of like an honorary title. But like, why, why is it that we and like our our community of folks, why can't we just accept being just a friend of the fucking family? Like, why does it have to be, you know, the the unofficial aunt and uncle or like so? I would talk to my nephew and I would ask him like, what are you doing this weekend? My nephew's 12. He was like, I'm going to my cousin's house. I'm like, who the fuck is your cousin? (laughs) And all his cousins are friends 
are like the kids of my sister's friends. Like, why, why, is, why can't you just be a friend? Why do you have to be the cousin? Like, you're not related. Like, why does it have to be that relationship to like tie that person to you? Like, why is a friend good enough? I think maybe it's because they just want to have a easy title. Yeah, friend is an easy title. That's why I don't get it, though. You know what I'm saying? That's about as easy to get to I mean, me. I, I guess maybe an easy title is more important than friend, I guess. Because friend sounds kind of uh, just, I don't know, like there's no, uh, I don't want to say not, not a real substantial connection, but like I think friend, is they kind of look at it like mm, it's more than that. So let's give them a, I, I guess I feel like they look at it as like cousin means more or aunt, uncle, whatever that implies a little bit more, especially when the person is not actually that role. So you're elevating that person to a, a familial type role. That, right. Yeah. Uh, just, I guess to, to let them know or to let the kid know that this person is more than a casual acquaintance. If you say friend, it's like a casual acquaintance. Like, I value friendships. I value people being friends. But it's like, as much as I value the friends, it's like, I don't feel like I got to call this person my cousin or whatever. But, and I think about it at the same time, my best friend, I call his mom mom and he calls me a brother. So it's like, at the same time, I would probably be hypocritical if I just told him, like, that's bullshit. But... Yeah, you I've been be. calling his mom mom forever and so forth. But and then you wonder like why you can't just be the friend or whatever. But I guess you know what your point is, and I, I get it. Yeah, so yeah. you can feel like it's not so you can feel a certain way, but it's so that they can let you know that you're more than just a friend or a cousin or what. I mean, friend or yeah, that you're more than just a friend because like with my circle. We we abide by that, and it's so that we know amongst each other that it's more than just a. Because friend sounds so casual, you know, like somebody that you just know. Whereas if you say cousin or aunt, uncle, whatever, that lets the individual or the kid know that this is somebody who's more important than just a casual acquaintance. So yeah, I I, I get it. So do you uh do you call your uh. Mother-in-law, father-in-law, mom and dad. Man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's to me that's a that's a a rough that's kind of tough for me, and I can't explain why. It's I, it, it it one it has to do with the fact that I'm not a very emotional person. So establishing a relationship that goes beyond uh, a casual, not casual, but like that goes to the point of like, I consider you to like a, a relative. Um, it's tough for me. Like, I don't know. We, we kind of talked about this before. Like, so we, when you think about, you remember we had the conversation about, do you feel as if a, um, what was the conversation? If you have a a kid and no, no, if you marry into a relationship where that other person has a kid, you remember we had that conversation where it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you call that 
about that kid calling the step parent right, mother right, or father right, right. Yeah, when I that mother or father yeah. is actually still present. Right. Like for me, that's that's a tough thing to get over. And so like, okay, so example. Um, my wife's father, my father in law, man, man, I can't speak I can't speak well enough about him. Like, I absolutely love my father-in-law, man. He's the shit, dude. I, I fucking love him. He's great. Calling him father is a step that is hard for me. Because even though he's the shit, he's great. I absolutely love him. He's a great guy. I have a father. Right. And it makes it even harder because my father's dead. So it's like my father just died prematurely. So it's like... For and, me, it's it's hard for me yeah. to like call him father when it's like no or dad or whatever the case may be when I have a dad who I respected and who died prematurely is it feels disrespectful to my father, my actual father. Like if my father wasn't around, it'd be different. But like my father was around, and even though we kind of fell out, um, once I was an adult, my father was around as I, when I was a kid. I still hold him into in a high esteem in, in certain ways and other ways not so much but you know in certain ways I do like I mean it's still your dad yeah you know so I, it feels disrespectful to him to call my father-in-law dad so it's like and it's no slight to my father-in-law but it's that's a that's a hang up for me that's it's tough to get over yeah it's weird because, and, you especially know, when he accepts me as a son right which is understandable obviously and you I mean, accept it and you know that's fine because yeah. he has other sons so it's like to accept me as a son is an honor on my side and for him it's not a slight because he has other sons but i only have one father right so it's like i have one father who's there for me who's now dead and i i can't it's it's i can't just be like hey uh, hey dad you know because i'm like no, yeah, I, like you know, and I and I and I and I'm, I feel you on that 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 point because, like I say, my father, you know, um, passed a few years ago. You know, um, I guess a similar situation is being premature and stuff like that. But so I, I haven't. I guess for me, it's the relationship. Like I haven't warmed up to my father-in-law. Like we have conversations all the time. You know, when I see him, I don't necessarily call him to have conversations and stuff like that. But my mother-in-law was so easy to warm up to, you know, and my mom's still around. So I still don't feel it's like I'm sliding my mom calling her mom. But it was much easier to to transition and saying mom to her um, yeah, versus I, I, my. That's, that's hard for me. And I, I don't and I don't know. I don't know if it would be it ever happen where, you know, I call him to his face dad or something like that you know yeah, and that's just it's a it's a weird it's a weird dynamic but with my mother-in-law i've called her you know mom on occasion and you know but whenever i dress you know my father-in-law i'm like mr such and such you know but i you know i don't i don't call my if i you know reference <clears throat> reference her i call her just hey mom or whatever but yeah that's that's it, it that's took a, a really, and, it, and, really... and, it, and it still took a while yeah, I don't know. And it's early. I mean, we've only been married. We've been married two years, October. So it's still it's early in our you know relationship. Yeah. However, but you know, I did. I I definitely think it was. It took 
Well, I shouldn't say took. It was it was a lot easier to warm up to her to to call. And I always wonder that you know, do they want that to be you know because like and it's I guess that's it's, incredibly I guess, hard for me because I think that too. Like, do they want me to do that? Yeah, right. And right. at the same time, it's like at least with my father in law, my father is my father passed, so it's like there's technically no other father figure there and even then it's still a hang-up like but, uh, i don't know but, but my mom is still alive and entirely fucking fully functional in my right. life so like to call my mother-in-law mom is like but see i think you know but it's and, easier for my wife she does it yeah I, yeah my mom i mean my wife does it for my mom and so forth and i feel like if my dad was around she would probably you know do it for my dad mm-hmm. but i don't think it's one of those things where it's replacing your parents it's just an addition it's not like you know you're calling calling him dad because your dad's not around so now i you know if it was i feel like if my dad was still around i would still have the same issues with my father-in-law calling him dad or anything so but you know it, but i wonder though it's like i think about my my brother-in-law who's like the, has been the most troublemaker, you know, of troublemaker kids, and I wonder if he, you know, one of those things where you know you feel like, well, maybe he'd be the son that my, my the son that I had isn't or something to call dad. I don't know, um, but yeah, I I don't know when or if I would actually graduate to like that with my father in law. Like, so okay, so you don't have a good relationship with the father in law, like I, to I the point where you feel like comfortable with that, but you do have it with the mother in law. Yeah, I do absolutely. So, yeah. And I talk to her like I talk to her on a regular. Like she so how calls do you, me. Do you feel? How do you feel about that? Because like I I I. So to me to me we can make the comparison because the same thing with my mother in law. Like my mother's still alive. She's still incredibly fucking active in my life. My mom is there. No no thing no thing there. So for me, I I would feel weird calling my mother in law mom or any variation of that. I guess and. Assuming that working under the assumption that she would like that or prefer that, how, like, I guess, how do you get over that or how do you feel about that? Like, like, so you don't feel no kind of way about calling your mother-in-law mom or like, was that a struggle like to get past it? And then you got past it and it was like, it wasn't a let str- me call her something slightly different or like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it that's, that's, that's one of my biggest hangups. It, it wasn't even a struggle. I, I don't think it was a huge struggle. It was, and, and I never thought that, you know, my my actual mom would feel some kind of way about me calling her mom or anything like that. But how do you feel about it? I feel like I'm comfortable with it. I'm definitely comfortable with it. Why I don't have that? no issues, huh? Why? I think because I, the, the relationship that I have with my mother-in-law, you know, you know, she... I feel her as being another mother, you know? And so, um, just as easy as I call my best friend's mom, mom, you know, I, you know, I built a relationship with her the last, you know, not just the two years we've been married, but you know, the, the years before we were dating, although I didn't call her that previous to us being um, married. Um, but yeah, and it's like, you know, my father-in-law is just weird. Cause he's a, he's not a real, emotional guy or whatever so you know like he was over earlier to that's today yeah today 
And you know, we have conversations about a lot of shit or whatever, but it's no and I and I call him ask him about certain stuff, but he he's never just called me to just talk, you know what I'm saying? So whenever I see him it's because of planned situations like, you know, headed over to their house to pick up something or we're doing a dinner with him or something like that. But um definitely, you know, my mother in law was a lot easier to, you know, have a friendship or a relationship, I should say friendship, a relationship with, but you know, I don't, I don't think it's a, you know, I don't, and I don't know. I feel like if I kept calling him Mr. Throughout his life, I don't think it would ever be an issue though. It would ever be like, why don't you call him dad? You know, that's your father-in-law and shit, you know? So I don't think it would ever be an issue, but you know, I look and I think, and it shows that our, you know, situation is so different and our perspective because the, the relationship you have with your father-in-law, I would feel like that would be easier to call him that versus your mother. And it may be different because your mother-in-law and father-in-law aren't together. So I don't know how often you see your mother-in-law and you see your father-in-law, you know, and so forth. So I think that's another, you know, dynamic or whatever. And I don't, I would just assume that your, you know, just the the interaction with your father in law is probably a lot more than the with your mother in law, um, and I'm totally a, that's totally assumption based on the fact you know you may not mention your mother in law as much as you probably mention mention your father in law. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, your father in law seems cool as fuck. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me. And that's not that's and that's not the pressure to say that you should be calling them more because y'all have a good relationship. You know. No, I wanna actually. I want. I have a couple more things that I want to talk about on that topic, but let me take a piss right quick. Cause that, uh, that topic, I, 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 I want to delve into that a little bit deeper, uh, in the short time, time we got left, but I got to piss cause I can't hold it no more. So <laughs> let me oh, piss right quick and then we can revisit that topic. Okay. There we go. We're back. All right. So, um, the question I wanted to ask, and I guess, um, I guess not a question, but more of a explanation. But um, for me, I've been really interested in this because this whole thing is really new to me, obviously. And um, I guess I'm trying to get over the idea of figuring out how I can show that same level of respect and adoration to her in-laws without feeling like I'm sliding my actual parents. And I think that's, that's my hangup because like my wife and her family have taken me in so much and have taken me in, in like the sense of, of adding me to the, to the family. And it's been really hard for me to overcome that. Like they'll acknowledge me in that same sense, but it's been hard for me to do the same. And I don't want to slight them. But at the same time, I still have that kind of weird hang up. Like, so I don't know. I, I it's if so if you're. It's hard for me to call my mother-in-law mom, or and then like I was looking at. So give you an example. Um, we were filling out uh thank you cards for the baby shower uh that we had, and I was looking at the card that my wife wrote to my mom, and she put. She addressed it, mom, like, eh, you know, this and that, referring to my mom. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that. I thought, like, I don't know if I would do the same thing. 
And it's not because I feel any kind of way about her mom. Like her mom's great. I love her mom. Like her mom's the shit. Just same way I, you know, I love her dad. Like they're both great. Like they've been like so amazing to me. Like I, I, I really do embrace every member of her immediate family. But I, I just have a hang up with do you, do you calling think if, them that. Do you think if she, if you, if you call her Miss whatever her last name is? And she was just like, just call me mom. Do you feel like it would be easier if she initiated that versus you just initially just, you know, just start calling her mom? No, it wouldn't be any easier. Really? <laughs> I, I'd still be kind of like, I mean, not at the time, but in my in in my head, I'd be kind of like, I, think I don't know. I think at that point, because at that point you would, you would know that she, she felt some kind of way about you calling her Miss such and such. Right, right. And if you called her otherwise, she would probably feel a certain way. You know now, she would feel a certain way. So she's like, yeah, true. She would like, you know, just call me mom, and you like, okay. But but then, say y'all had a situation where she was like, just call me mom. But then the next time you seen her, you said Miss Such and Such. She's like, I told you to call me mom. You like, all right, all right, all right. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I I think that that would probably be a easier transition than because my mother in law never said call me mom. You know what I'm saying? She accepted it when I did it, but, you know, it was never a situation like that. I think if, you know, I, I almost want to feel like if my, I would hope that my father-in-law would be like, hey, just call me dad. And I would be like, all right, cool. He accepted this. He accepted, he accepts it and wants me to call him that. But I still can't, you know, but I, and I, and I try to find a situation where I don't have to like address him in a name. Like, you know, I have to call him or, you know what I'm saying? Or say yeah, something. Yeah, I've, I've I've danced around it pretty, pretty, pretty well. <laughs> I and the weird thing is like, okay, so like her brothers, for instance, it's a totally different situation. Like, I'm cool with calling her brothers. I mean, I wouldn't say hey brother, you know, I call him by that name, but like, it's if you had to refer to him, you say it's my, way yeah. easy for me to look at them as brothers than it is for me to look at her parents as my parents. If that makes if that makes that sense. That makes total like, fucking sense. And I, I, I don't know why it's easier for her. I'm trying to understand it. Like, why is it easier for her to take on my parents, well, my mom, as a mother, and it's harder for me to do the same thing with her parents. And I think it's the worst for- part about it is that I don't it's not like I don't like them or something like that. It's just like it it just feels weird to me to to do that. I think it's easier for women. Just in general. And I think if any women that are married, um, I would love to hear feedback. Um, but I think it's easier for women to do it than men. And I don't know if it's just a masculine thing involved with it. You know, if, if that has anything to do with it. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's easier for them to do it. But, yeah, I, you know, I, I struggle with my father-in-law. But my, my, uh, my mother-in-law, I, I, I never really had... Initially, I you know I would just call her Miss you know, but after that, it it, it kind of felt a little more easier to after a while to call her hey you know hey ma you know stuff like that. But yeah, it's 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 I think it's an interesting dynamic. And like I say, you know you what you're going on a year now, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm going on two years, um, and I don't see it being that much the time difference that much either. But I think it's just right. relationship though. But, you know, I like I talk to, you know, my mother-in-law, you know, maybe twice a week or something like that. 
And I probably talked to my mom probably to save him out. Now, okay, so when you say you talk to your mother-in-law twice a week, is this like you and her? Yeah, like she'll call me and I'll call her. For what? Uh, I, I like <laughs> this is totally foreign to me. Like, like she had called me today, just asked me. Uh, she was asking me, you know, to do some stuff for her, and uh, we was talking, and it was that, and we was talking about something about you know my my um stepson and so forth. Um, last week I had called her because she had been inquiring, you know, she had been asking me about the whole job and stuff like that so she was in she was out of town last week so i had called her just to update her on the stuff that had been going on whatever so you know i initiate calls to her even if it's just See, yeah that's that's weird to me like i i, I don't know i i'm sure it's it's just me but like i would think at it like why didn't she ask your wife about your job situation or why didn't you I, I relay it to my wife and then my wife just yeah, relays it to her. It sounds like an extra step, but at the same time, it's like that's your opinion. How is your relationship <laughs> with her outside something separate from your relationship with your wife and her? Like, yeah, I guess it, to say it, like, and it is, and that's the crazy part, it, you know. And I think it happened. It, it's, it, it almost sounds like y'all are separate entities. Like, hey, uh, I'm calling my mother-in-law, and we're gonna talk about my job shit, and it's like. That's your wife's mother. Why isn't you your wife and her mom talking about? But I think I think that's the, like, I, think I, that, I don't know. I think that's the the graduation of the relationship is that you know I could talk to her and not you know necessarily. I think early mm. on we, when we first got married, you know, and I, maybe my wife even was like, oh, you talked to my mom, you know, what I'm saying like, what the fuck are y'all talking about type shit. Like, why would you be talking to my mom? And it's not like an offensive thing, but it was just like, you know, not knowing your relationship to that point or whatever. But I know my mom, my wife talks to my mom all the time. That's the thing. My wife talks to my mom all the fucking time. See, that's weird. She like, talks to my sister what? all the time. She talks about to what? You know, like, what? Like, what? I don't know. She, we, what is she talking to your mom about that she can't talk to you about? It'd be shit that's totally. Like it'd be shit that totally not. I think it's a women thing, you know, just a, a woman relationship. Like, you know, I I don't know. I think my mom has always wanted to have, you know, her kids to have, you know, mates that she, you know, she definitely gonna get from my brother and his random ass chicks. Um, <laughs> but my mom, I felt like she's probably wanted a person that she could talk to that was not my sister, you know, about whatever they talk about. They talk all the fucking time. They text and talk and all that shit. That's so interesting. Like, to me. yeah, they talk all the fucking time. I can't, I can't see me talking to my wife's mom outside of her. Like, hey, so how's it going? Oh, how's that right, thing going? Right. Like, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it seems weird. Like, and I, I don't know about you. Know, I think your, that's maybe like, why I have the hang up on the title. Like, your, I don't know how your thing with your mother in law is and how her personality is like. But my mother, my mother in law is really personable or whatever. And so it's it's you know she I've talked to her many times just on just like not just just kicking the breeze how's your day like most of our conversations aren't just like hey how's your day just just calling to check up on you type deal you know mm-hmm. it has some sort of purpose in the phone call or whatever but we could be on the phone ten minutes of just random stuff and you know she you know maybe because she's a lot more personable or whatever you know we have these conversations or whatever but. I've talked to her, you know, my mother-in-law, you know, many a times and never even mentioned it to my wife because it was just, it was, 
it didn't have nothing to do with her, you know. See, that, so. That's so weird to me, dog. And that's why I, I don't know if it's because I'm early in marriage or whatever, but that's weird to me. Like if um, I can't see myself talking to my wife's mom and not telling her about it. Like, yeah, I was, talk, you know, like, hey, I just talked to your mom just like casually. Like, yeah. I got because I feel th- like how, how do you think your wife would, you would think of feel you know you got to that point do you think that she would be like no, taken back or she would be like not right. at all but I I okay so excuse me if my wife was like hey yeah so I was talking to your mom about this and now I'm like the fuck you talking about my mom for <laughs> like I, I, it'd be weird to me like what are you talking about my mom for like that's weird. I think I think time like, most would... of the time it would kind of be like hey um. Ask your mom if she can do this or that. And then I'll talk to my mom. I think time, you know? though. I think time, once you know, more time gets passed, I think, yeah, you know, maybe sometime this time next year, you know. I'll talk to her dad. Like, yeah. But it's always like, it's never even, well, uh, uh, well, for one, phone actual phone calls are an option because they live in Canada. Right. But, like, if I talk to him via like Facebook messages, it'd be like it's some dumb shit. Like not it's not like casual conversations. Like hey, uh, I'm coming over. Do you think you could get some weed for me when I come over? Like, it's like shit. Like that. yeah, it's like instruction like, shit or something to do something with a purpose, and not just casual conversations. Like hey, yeah. how was your day or some shit like that. The, uh, and otherwise, like it kind of be like hey, uh, ask your dad if this or that, or he'll say. You know, hey, ask Katrina what she thinks about this or that. It's it's always kind of like there's never any real reason for us to talk directly outside of the actual child. Man, I think that's early, though, man. I think it'll probably increase, you know what I'm saying, after the baby is born. But I think after Mm -hmm. that, though, I mean, I I can see you having those kind of just random ass conversations with your your father-in-law just because. Yeah, we do when we're in person, but like. I don't know. I and like I mean, it's, but it's, I think I think weird. the dynamics of the person like you don't talk on the phone much, so it's like that be able to have that too. random conversation with you. If my if you, phone rang, I okay. Yeah, so it's, it's like I, I think that 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 plays a part in it too. But I think it I probably don't know, does. Man. I think we but were, that don't play a part in the title shit though, like calling a mom or dad or anything like that. I didn't even think I had I hadn't. I think during my first year of marriage, I didn't even can think or consider calling my father-in-law dad okay well that's interesting yeah so that's why like i can feel it i can understand you you know what i'm saying i think now as going through you know i don't you know interacting a lot more i still i still don't but i could see it progressing to that at some point well how close did i feel like your your dad died kind of far from your wedding though right yeah, that's almost like three years ago. No, oh, okay. well, about two years before I got married. Yeah, yeah, so there was a little bit of time in there, whereas I think my dad died less than a year before my mm-hmm. wedding. So it was kind of like, it, like I said, it, it's it's tough for me to say, to call him dad, even though, like I said, it, it's not a thing like, like an anti-him thing, like, oh, I can't call him dad. It's just more of a thing like for me and like I said, we've had the conversation before with me and titles like it's hard for me to call him dad when I got a dad, 
you know, a dad who was around, you know, who who raised me. And it's like, okay, how am I call him? How am I call him dad? Like, you know, and, it, and it's like, I feel like he wants that. And I think another added wrinkle into it is that he's not that much older than me. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even really look at him as like a father. I look at more of him as like older brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, like not a peer, but like, yeah, like an older brother. Like he's not that much older than me. Well, I mean, that could be the dynamic too, though. Um, so I, you know, my parent, my grip, my not grip, my my, my uh, uh, mother in law, father in law, you know, they're much older than my parents. So you know, it could be one of those things. I mean, I think they're like in their mid sixties, almost seventy years. They could, yeah. I think that might play a part because her mom is pretty young too. So like, it's almost like it's weird to call my mom. It's like you're not even that much older than me. Like you're not actually old enough to actually be my mom. Like you, you would have had to have give, given birth to like twelve. Like, yeah, how, old, or, how old are your uh, in-laws? My in-laws are in their like mid forties. Oh well, shit! Yeah, I'm thirty six. I couldn't imagine calling my father in law who was like forty eight, right? forty nine, or something. <laughs> like pop. my okay. So my father in law and mother in law aren't married. They are each married to someone else. Right. So they're not married to each other. Uh, my father in law's wife is two years older than me. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was thinking like, man, like, like you're like, I guess like, I, I don't know what the term for it is, you know, the the wife of your father-in-law or whatever, but she's two years older than me, dog. Like, it's not even that. Yeah, I think that add, that adds a different dynamic to it. Cause, yeah, she has my... trouble at work all the time talking about being a grandparent. She's 36, and she has... Now a grandchild so and another age? on the way. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's two years older than me. Yeah, she's 36 and has currently has a grandchild and another one, my kid, that's going to be born a second on the way. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, like... It, yeah, it, I, it, well, I think... well, maybe that you, adds Not as you mentioned that, that kind of adds to it. I mean, but, you know, there definitely ain't going to be a situation where you're calling her mom. I mean, that's... <laughs> you like just I definitely thing. look at look at her mom as another mom because I'm very, very, very grateful to have in-laws that I like, like, because right. like, like they're great fucking people. Like I absolutely adore my, my wife's parents. Like they're great. They're both of them. They're great. And, and their respective spouses are also great. Like her, her mom's wife, her mom, fuck like she her a, mom's she husband is the shit. And her dad's wife is the shit. Like they're all great people. Like I, I, I love them all. They're awesome. But like these, the title shit is a hang up for me, man. Like, and I don't want to disrespect them. Like I don't want to feel bad. Like I feel like if they're sitting there, like if her dad is like, oh, I wish he called me dad because he calls me son. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't want to disrespect. Like him. I don't want sli- him to that's feel like bad. A slight invitation if he's calling you son, you know. Yeah, and it's like I. I want him to feel bad. Yeah, come on, mother-in-law, she says son all the time. So. Yeah, and he knows that my dad just, well, I can't say just died because it's probably been. Yeah, but he knows he's, he knows years he's passed in December, but like that, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean that's hard for me, but I, I don't want to make them feel bad, but at the same time, it is still kind of tough for me to to call. And, them I, and I would assume they would understand that though. He, he would understand that, you know. He would, but if you, you I, know, I, know, I find it interesting that you you have that relationship with your mother-in-law to where you can give her that title and 
you guys can have these conversations offhand, you know, outside of your wife and shit like that. And uh, me and my mother-in-law don't have that. But at the same time, it's like it's nothing to do with our relationship. Like, like I have any issue with her, but I don't know. I feel like I don't know if she I don't feel like she's like wanting me to call her mom. I feel like her dad probably would like that. But I don't think her mom is really looking for that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't you know. I don't I, I feel bad that it's kind of a hang up for me. And I don't know if that makes me weird or if that's normal. Like, I don't know. So for you, for you to say that you're comfortable with it, it makes me feel like I'm weird. Like I'm fucked. Like I'm an asshole or some shit like that. Well, it was, if, I, I, well, I, I would th- probably think differently if I was going on on like two years like I am. And even that's really early. So. You know, I think you know we we'll revisit this next year, see how y'all y'all yeah, feeling, yeah. and you know, saying to go from there. So, but yeah, so I guess we we close out uh, at this point. Um, if you uh, please send us questions, we we, we enjoy hey, them. Please send us questions. Uh, so you know, <laughs> as always, send our questions to uh, one of the podcasts at Gmail or our individual uh, Twitter pages. Um, mine is Blame Otis and. Is this Michael underscore Aaron, or you could send them to um, our what up though podcast yep. at Gmail or our Twitter page or our Facebook page. So every um, page you have a uh, mini outlet. So other yeah, than that, and, uh, also hit us up. Like um, clearly, I have hangups with this whole in law shit and all that. So like, I only have right now. I only have his feedback on how he uh, interacts with his in-laws. Like, so if you're a person who has thoughts on how you address or give titles to your in-laws, you know, hit us up with that. Let us know what you think. You know, if you think I'm a piece of shit, like, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, hit us up and uh, provide some additional feedback on that. Cause I mean, it's something that I, I'd be lying if I said, I haven't thought about it. I've thought about it a lot. So um, help me gain some clarity. Yeah. So I think we got to, a good mix of people who are maybe married that can have some, some, do. Uh, some experience with this and can give some insight. So yeah, definitely hit us up with that. So and we, fuck Chaffee for uh, bailing on us tonight. <laughs> yeah, Chaffee not like a big bank theory. Chaffee better get it together. Um. So yeah, other than that, I guess uh, we uh see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.